0: back to Unfamed Christianity, where we seek to reconcile our human experiences with God and His Word, so we can love from a pure heart of good conscience and sincere faith. We're in the middle of a four-part mini-series on how to read the Bible. If you missed any of the previous episodes, go back and check them out. This series is an introduction to our flagship course, Finding My Place in God's Story. Last time, we discussed why the Bible is hard to get into and some problematic approaches we tend to bring to reading the Bible. The episode before that, we looked at how the Word of God is a message, the whole message of the Gospel, and how the Bible is a collection of writings that are organized in such a way to tell a story that communicates the message of the Gospel. The Bible is not a reference book. It's a story. And when we approach it like a reference book, we are susceptible to missing the story. In this episode, we're going to look specifically at the question of whether or not we have to read the Bible every day in order to be a good Christian. I think we all know we need to read it, but why? I think some of us deep inside wrestle with that. Why? What is the Bible doing or saying that is important for my everyday life? Before we get into this, if you are not already subscribed, please subscribe both to this podcast and the YouTube channel, as well as our email list. Through our email list, you will find out about way more of the different work that we do, blog articles, resources that are made available, as well as podcasts and videos and all that. This podcast is made possible through our members at Unfeigned Christianity on Patreon. Paying subscribers receive expanded versions of all of our interviews, and deep-dive essays into human experiences we may find uniquely difficult to reconcile with God and His Word. To become a member, visit www.asherwhitmer.com forward slash member. And now let's jump into today's episode. Since the Reformation, Protestant Christianity has emphasized the Bible and personal piety, oftentimes at the expense of the sacraments and disciplines such as caring for the poor and vulnerable. Some people seem to really know their Bibles, but not necessarily Jesus. If the Bible is about Jesus, shouldn't spending time in it make us look more like him? When those kinds of people are the ones emphasizing read your Bible every day, it can be hard to see why doing so is important. Another part of what might lead some of us to ask how important it is to read the Bible every day is because many of our Christian traditions have emphasized less than helpful reasons for reading the Bible every day. Let's take a look at a few of these reasons. The first reason is that reading the Bible every day makes you a good Christian. There are good motives behind wanting to see people read the Bible every day. But if we think being a Christian is about a specific set of disciplines, we have clearly missed the message of Scripture itself. To be clear, I'm not saying that reading the Bible is not important. I'm saying that if we are ranking ourselves based on how consistent we are in our disciplines, we've missed the whole story of the Bible. We have approached it through a misguided paradigm. And spending more time in the Bible using that paradigm will only reap more and more confusion and frustration. In order to fully grasp the message of the Bible, we do need to spend a lot of time in it, but not because it makes us good Christians. We'll get into why more in just a bit. The second reason is that, some people would say this, that reading the Bible is the primary way that we experience God. Again, there is a good motive behind this. Knowing God's message is a key part of experiencing Him, but it's not the only way to experience Him. The early church did not have the scriptures organized in the Bible form that we have today. They did not have a practice of personal devotions in the morning. At least not that included a lot of time in scripture. It would have involved prayer more than anything, probably. Furthermore, in the Bible itself, we see people experiencing God in very intimate and personal ways. Abraham has God talk to him. Kings have prophets speak to them on behalf of God. Mary and Joseph received words from God through angels. The apostles began preaching through being filled with the Holy Spirit, not having spent time studying the Bible. Paul met Jesus on the road to Damascus. And again, to be clear, I am not saying that we don't need the Bible. If you followed along this course, you know I'm saying quite the opposite. The Bible is crucial for getting to know God fully. Neither am I suggesting that what the Spirit speaks to us personally is equivalent to what the Spirit inspired the biblical authors to write down. That's kind of a broader conversation that is worth having, but I'm not sure we're really going to get into it here. I am simply saying that we experience God in many more ways than just reading the Bible. In fact, the disciplines the Bible does lay out for us our multi-dimensional prayer communion baptism giving testimony to feeding the poor caring for the orphan widow and immigrant procreating and many many more these are all presented within the narrative of scripture as disciplines for participating with god in his cosmic story yes the bible also tells us to remember the story remember god's instructions But that would have been said when the primary way people knew God's story was through verbal retellings of it. The ability to read scripture is a gift, not a requirement. It's an opportunity, not a prerequisite condition. The third and final unhelpful reason that some might say we should read the Bible every day is that through reading the Bible every day, we will become more biblically literate. That's not necessarily true. Like the previous two, this reason is often given because there are good motives behind it. Not reading the Bible will definitely keep us from becoming biblically literate. But just reading the Bible a lot doesn't necessarily help with biblical literacy. Think about someone who knows how to read, but only ever reads road signs. They wake up every morning and spend lots of time reading all the road signs they can find. This doesn't make them any more literate in American culture, politics, or news events taking place. They need to read news articles, books, or other works of literature. And they'll need to learn how to read those various kinds of literature. In the same way, we need to understand the Bible is many different kinds of literature. We'll need to learn how to read the various kinds of literature within the Bible and discover its larger story. This can take a lot of work. But the Bible is a book meant for a lifetime of reading and study. It is rich with details once you learn to see them. As you spend time in it and learn how to read it, you will begin to see how it is a work of literary genius that can transform how you live and how you think about everything. Just because there are unhelpful reasons commonly given for reading the Bible every day doesn't mean we should not try to read it as often as we can. Here are three better reasons for reading the Bible as often as you can. First of all, the Bible is about God. Sometimes we misplace ourselves in the biblical narrative. We think the Bible is about us, how God made us, how he loves us, what we did that was wrong, what he wants us to do, how we can live right, how we get to heaven. The Bible is not about us. In fact, this is kind of a side, but we should also be careful about placing ourselves in Israel's shoes. Most of us are Gentiles. We've been grafted in or adopted into the family. The Bible is about God. The whole narrative points to Jesus. We read the Bible to get to know Him and what He is doing. We read the Bible to find His reasons for creating. Yes, we have a role in His story, but we are not the main characters. He is. By getting to know His story, we get to know Him more fully. And in getting to know Him more fully and discovering His story more completely, We find our own purpose in the process. Secondly, the Bible is meditation literature. We tend to think that we should be able to sit down and read a portion of scripture and come away with something profound in less than 20 minutes. I suppose a lot of our literature here in America works that way, especially self-help and business kinds of literature. But the Bible was not designed as self-help literature. It was not designed as business literature. The Bible is meditation literature. And what I mean by this is that while there are many truths we can often see at first glance, there are even deeper truths layered into the different stories, poems, and letters. These deeper truths don't just take time reading it over and over again to see. It takes time thinking about it, going throughout our day with it on our minds. And in this way, we face real-life situations that make the deeper truth pop out. I'm not saying we can conjure up whatever meaning we want to apply to the text, Our meditation and rumination on a passage ought to be in concert with the whole of Scripture, as well as with other brothers and sisters. I am simply saying that just because we spent time in the Bible and did not come away with anything profound does not mean its message is not working on us. And this is one reason for coming back to it as often as we can. Lastly, the Bible is wisdom for life. I think we all know there are many life situations that the Bible speaks into, But as we discussed in previous episodes, if we come to the Bible specifically looking for answers to life experiences, we will miss the story and its message. The way we find answers for life's situations is by sitting in the text and meditating on it. Wisdom literature means that the more we read it over and over again, the more it shapes the way we think about the world. The more we meditate on it, the more we will instinctively know what to do in various situations we face today. Situations the biblical authors never imagined we would face. So reading the Bible every day doesn't make you a good Christian in the sense that God feels more warm fuzzies about you than someone who doesn't read the Bible every day. But reading the Bible every day does help you better learn what it means to pursue life and what that looks like in everyday situations. So how do you develop a life-giving habit for reading the Bible every day? Maybe you're sitting here thinking, I've tried this, I've I've done it several times, I've tried and I, I just, I don't get anything, I'm, I'm it's not helpful, I'm not sure how to do this. What does it look like to spend time meditating on the story and absorbing its wisdom? So there are six things I'd like to lay out just here in closing as we wrap up this episode. They're not brand new things. But hopefully, in light of some of the things we've discussed, you're beginning to see even these suggestions through a new light. Again, God's not looking up thinking, oh, man, you're not spending time with me. Or, oh, you didn't get anything out of it. And so you got to go read your Bible. You got to go clock in your time. That's not that's not the posture God has at all. He's just, hey, this is my story. I want you to get to know it. But you're going to have to spend time in it in order to get to know it. Come, come hang out with me. So the first thing. For developing a life-giving habit is to make time. Don't just wait for a good time. Make time to read. Set aside time when you can be quiet before the Lord. Whether that's in the morning, that's kind of my preferred time, but maybe the afternoon is better. There have been periods of my life where afternoon on lunch break or even afternoon soon after I got back from work or something was the best time where I could be fully alert and awake and get quiet. Quiet also. So, whatever time of day, middle of the night, whatever, evening, whatever works best for you, schedule it, make time for it. The point is not necessarily to read a lot at one time, but to be able to get quiet and hear the message. The second thing is to pray as you read. Reading the Bible is about deepening our relationship with Jesus. Reading is one part, but praying takes it even deeper. I have experienced God more through prayer than I have through reading. I am not saying that I've not experienced God in reading the Bible, but I am saying that I experienced him even more when I took it deeper through prayer. A third way is to read small bites and meditate on it. This is, this is the one I like. <laughs> I struggle to, to read or be able to engage any text for a long stretched period of time. So to take a verse or two and roll it over in my mind and heart for a while that does something to me it, and it's also kind of freeing like to realize i don't have to grasp it all right now but i'm going to take this this passage the other thing that i've found is there's a lot of the bible that when you try to take a little passage it f- leads you to asking more questions and and you end up keep reading but the point isn't speed the point isn't amount the point is hearing what the story is communicating the fourth way of developing a life-giving habit of reading the bible every day is the exact opposite. Read large chunks to grasp the overarching story. Taking time to read large amounts in a short period can clarify the overall story God is writing. And I discovered this when I started Bible college and I was forced to read a condensed version, condensed in the sense of it. we went through it quickly. I couldn't just pause and like make sure I understood everything. It wasn't condensed in that we skipped sections. I read the whole thing in a short amount of time. And all of a sudden, I saw some of these themes jumping out that I hadn't seen before. A a fifth way is to listen to audio Bible. We catch different parts when we listen than when we read. Have you ever noticed that? The message works on us both as we read it for ourselves and as we listen to it. Many of the first century Jesus followers would have learned this story by listening. And then sixth and final way of developing a life-giving habit for reading the bible every day is to talk with others about what you read the bible is meant to be studied in community don't try figuring tough things out on your own see what commentaries have to say watch bible project videos listen to podcasts go to bible college when we are able to see reading scripture as a communal project we feel a sense of desire to get back into it over and over again. Over the course of this series, we have been getting a big picture of what the Bible is and why we should read it. We have seen how the Bible is a cohesive message that leads to Jesus. And we've undergone some paradigm shifts that help us break free from our disinterest in the story. The Bible wants to transform our lives with its message. So how does it do that? How do we read the Bible so we become better images of God, better images of Jesus? That's what we're going to look at in the next and final episode of this series. Until then, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Leave a comment in the thread below and let me know what questions you have, what stood out to you. I'll see you next time. Grace and peace. Like to receive in-depth essays into various issues that these Christians face, and how to sort through them in a way that helps us love God and others with a pure heart, a good conscience, and sincere faith. Then consider becoming a member at Patreon. Along with these deep dive essays, you will receive expanded versions of all our podcast interviews. To learn more about becoming a paid subscriber to Unpaid Christianity, visit www.asherwhitmer.com forward slash member. And if you'd like to learn more about me, maybe you're not very familiar with who I am and what I do, just go ahead and visit my website, asherwitmer.com. That has everything. That has my book, that has my blog articles, various other resources available to check out as well, including two networks I am currently a part of. The first is called the Restorative Faith Collective, where we have conversations around race, perspectives, and relationships in an Anabaptist context at restorativefaithcollective.org as well as the Kingdom Outpost, where where look at how do we live as Jesus' nation in the world today, visit www.kingdomoutpost.org. Thanks for listening.